Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, 24 Carat Tribe. Welcome, Hi, peeps. <laughs> so, uh, since we're going to be honest, <laughs> we started this podcast about three minutes ago, and I found out I wasn't recording anything, so we're starting over. But hey, hey we had a great conversation <laughs> with ourselves, so don't judge us. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, so we are going to talk about seasons of faith in this episode, and we kind of decided that... No, you decided. I know. I did. Well, maybe, I, maybe, yes, I did. I decided because maybe my seasons of faith are a little jacked up right now. <laughs> um, no, totally so we, normal. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, winter, spring, summer, fall... Uh, we're all very familiar with those, but in our life, we also go through a myriad of seasons. And unfortunately, no one gets to be in the perfect season their whole life. Nope. So with each season, we're trying to learn to live fully without bitterness, regret. And we're going to talk about dry season, waiting season, grinding season, testing season, trial season, spiritual warfare season, and last but not least, happy season. So I know that seems like a lot, but we're going to kind of just blow through these. But, um, but I think we all go through these at some point in our lives. So let's chat a little bit about that. So I'm going to just ask Phyllis, I'm going to put her, I'm going to put her on blast. How are you feeling? Like if you had to pick a season, dry, waiting, grinding, testing trials. So I don't think there's one season. So, um, Oh, yeah, and you can be in multiple seasons at one time. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm in multiple seasons. So I, and it depends on the time of the day, <laughs> especially right now. So there's there's some happy things going on. So I am I'm not going to say I'm like completely in a bad season because there's definitely some joyful things going on in our life and our family. But um, I think sometimes I, I would say so that you had described a dry season is. I'll just word it out here of how you wrote it. You said often we can't hear the voice of God. And when it's hard to feel close to him, then it's you feel dry right. and you have to dig mm-hmm. deep. And I would say, and God never leaves us or forsakes us, which is absolutely true. And I would say there have been times during this last few months where there I, I've been a little exhausted of like, I don't want to pray. I I mean, I talk to God, but I'll tell him, like, I don't want to pray. Like, I don't even know what to pray for because I feel like every day is Groundhog Day. It's like all the same as the rest. And what am I praying for? And I don't see, I don't see it. And so Mm. I start getting really um, defeated, having a defeatist attitude. And thankfully, God um, is very gentle with me, but he just keeps directing me back to the Bible. And it's funny because 
I just, so I've been on this journey of reading all the way through the Bible mm-hmm. and it's taken me a couple of years, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I'm just, I'm going through each, um, my Bible has these, uh, different ver- chapters and verses, new and old Testament that I can go back through. And I just finished reading the whole book of Job and that, that used to scare me so much. I because I, I just that. thought and I it love was, the book of Job. To me, the book of Job holds hope for it's me. It's eye-opening yeah. if you really sit and dig into it. Because when you read it as a new Christian, it scares the bejeebies out of you. You're, you're like, this is crazy. I don't understand why God's putting, putting all this that. stuff mm-hmm. on Job. But, um, you know, God is talking about being faithful. And... Um, Yes, it's unfair, just like life is unfair, things happen. And yet, and what I found interesting is how his own wife and his friends just kept telling him, just don't even believe in God. Like, right. just don't. E-. And I feel like, even as, well, I say good Christians, whatever right. that means, even as believing Christians, I feel like we all fall short of that where there's just days, like yeah. myself included, where I'm just like, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Like this is so hard. And so spiritual warfare, like mm-hmm. I feel like that's in been in this spiritual warfare dry kind of season of, you know, it. this is, mm-hmm. it's hard to hold on to hope when you don't see hope. But reading through Job, gave me the hope of knowing that my plans and my timing is not the same as the story that God has for me. And I don't know what the ending is, but he does. Yeah. And I think you have to, in the book of Job, it does talk about God being the the whole preface of it is that ultimately God is in control of the situation. And so, and he does restore, he does, and he does restore and it might not be restoration in the way that we see it. Um, I know that like, uh, when I, you know, when Tiana died, the the book of Job was something I clung to, which Mm. some people were like, Oh, weird. Like, why are you going back to a book that's so depressing? (laughs) But I think it was that, um, I felt like, okay, he he's going to, he's going to bring, he, yeah. yeah. If, if, if this man could go through it and walk through it mm-hmm. and just like our verse, you know, mm-hmm. for when he has tested, tested me, me, I will emerge as pure mm-hmm. gold. And it's so true because it's that. And ref- he knows the paths I have And taken. he does. Yeah. And, it, and he, ref- he's refining us. And you know what, even though right now, like it is, I feel like actually we're in every season of faith because yeah. there is, there's happy moments. There's a, you know, worry moments. There's waiting we're moments. We're grinding. Yeah. yeah. There's all these things. Tests and trials. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, we all, we, I think we're in the middle of like, we've got winter, spring, summer, and fall, like <laughs> in a tornado right we, now. We have like rain falling <laughs> right. and the sun shining yeah. and wind. And, and we're getting <laughs> struck by lightning. Yeah. No, I mean, I do. I feel like right now that a lot of people are feeling all of these seasons culminated into one worse. And it's normally, too much. Yeah. And normally we might feel like we might just be in one season, you know, and we can kind of handle that. But when they all come together and kind of combine, it it's feels... Explosion. Yeah, it is an explosion. And I, and I just know that, you know, this week, uh, I posted on my Instagram about you, sometimes your setback is your breakthrough. Right. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like that. I feel like God is setting something up. Mm-hmm. There's something being set behind the scenes that we cannot mm-hmm. see. And so we have to trust that when we get to the other side of it, we're going to look back and go, man, can you, can you believe that happened? Like how crazy that is. We made it through that. We made it. But no, I feel you. I mean, right now I feel like I'm in, um, 
I do feel like I'm in a grinding season. You know, we have been in shelter in place a really long time (laughs) and, um, I've been trying, you know, to do things differently in business and my personal life, the way I'm doing, you know, obviously we've had to all pivot to doing, you know, Zoom stuff and WebEx stuff and, and it's not normal and I'm not seeing my clients and it just feels wrong. Like it doesn't feel right. um, What people aren't recognizing and even for you is that it's a time of mourning. Mm, Absolutely. Because Mm -hmm. we have lost a lot of things that we took for granted Mm -hmm. and we um, enjoyed our life and it was just flowing along. Even if it was busy, it was flowing along. We knew what we were going to do. We had our days and our months planned out the whole rest of the year planned out. Like we just knew, we knew our vacation times. We knew what conventions we had to go. And you all know I'm a planner, so this has just jacked me up. Rhonda just loves that calendar filled up with plans. And all of a sudden it has been such a shift. And I, you know, I think, we're allowed to mourn that. I think it's too much for people's brains to, the other thing is, is that we're getting teased. So we're getting teased by society saying, or the powers that be government saying like, Oh, hold on one more month. And then it's like, okay, so at the end of the month, we're all going to be back to normal. Right. Right. And then it's like, Oh, wait, one more month, you know, and that just, it's like being a five-year-old kid saying, you can have a popsicle. But you promised me. <laughs> but not right now. <laughs> you promised me. Yeah. And no, it totally. Is, and so I think we have to recognize that, you know, it is a, a time of mourning. You know, on all my IGTVs, I'm like, I cried twice today. Yeah. You know, I cried once today. Like, I cry a lot. Like, I'm a crier, but I don't think I've ever cried <laughs> this much. Like, I'm like, yeah, it's, I am it's, crying all the time. Of, and then yet in the midst of that, there's some really beautiful things happening. So for one thing, like we started this exchange Bible mm, study yeah. has been such a joy in my life. I think in yeah. yours too, where, you know, if we are able to just give that little glimmer of who God is and the hope of that um, to other people. And I'm watching these women like light up yeah. and, and go ding, ding. Okay. I think I get it now. And you the know? love and, he has for us, because I think often like when we're going through a season that's difficult, yeah. um, we forget that God does love us and that yeah. he has his, his best interest is at heart for us. Right. Yeah. And, and so I think sometimes we think, well, I, he must not love me or he must be punishing us. And right. It's a punishment. I, and I think yeah. that that's, that's not the no. case. It's just the, it's the world we live in. And I, when you were talking um, a little bit ago about uh, the dry season and how, uh, you know, I was feeling, I was telling somebody the other day that, you know, the churches aren't open, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people had put their faith in the place that they mm. were going, that they, you know, it was the church. Building, I was getting my building. little dose of Jesus yeah. on Sunday. Right. And then, and I, I don't know what you to know, do. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And, and this is why it's incredibly important. Like people say, oh, the Bible's boring. It's not boring. It's, it's not. not. Boring. And you know, I've, I, even growing up in church, I had to learn how to go, well, I don't understand. Like, what does that, like, what is that region? What does that mean? So I've become a Bible researcher because I want to know, like, what was, what was the preface behind this? Like what, what was going on in that time mm-hmm. that, and it's funny because the more I read it, the more I go, it's not much different than what we're living right now, no. you know? And I think if we feed ourselves, we need to make sure that we are in our word and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm sorry, people pray, praying's not enough. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's you not. have to be digging into your faith and yeah. reading scripture and, um, 
And, I just want, and action orient. You can still go out and help and serve absolutely. and do things. Absolutely. And I would say, as someone who didn't grow up in the church, um, the thing that I understand about reading the Bible is that if you don't understand that one verse, go to something else. Mm-hmm. And then go back to that verse later on, because there was, there's been years like, like just what I said, reading Job before used to scare me Mm -hmm. so bad. I didn't understand why in the world would this happen to this? Why would God allow this to happen? And because he had favor with Job, you know, Job, God loved Job. But if you don't know, and you haven't grown up with the Bible knowledge of that, like as a 35 year old woman, like I was like, what? And it's intimidating. I think it's intimidating, right? Like it feels intimidating. But now, you know, 20 years, 25 years Mm -hmm. later, I go back to it and I go, okay, now I get it. Now I get it because your faith endures no matter what. But that's because he has a plan for you, he knows what's going to happen at the end. We don't know. That's what we're living in this time of we don't know. But that's because you chose to grow. Yeah. And I think that's the difference yeah. is that, you know, if you just keep it like the Bible on your shelf, like, well, that really intimidates me. So yeah. I'm not going to try. <laughs> Never going to read, read that And again. then you read a verse and you're like, <laughs> I don't know what all this, you know, genealogy yeah. means. Like, yeah. you know, I think. And it, then you want to dig in further to the right. research of it because yeah. you're like, oh, well, oh, yeah, you know, I what understand was going it. on like with the rest of the people during right. this time? And there's like, so many great, like, I mean, there's, I, I was telling some the other day, I'm all, you know, there's Google. Like, if you're not sure about the verse, <laughs> you can Google it, <laughs> you know, exactly. and find out what the contents was, you know, context was, but, um, I loved this first when we were kind of going through what we were going to talk about. I feel like for this season and time, this is something that we need to cling to. Let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Yeah. And that's Galatians six, nine. And I just totally like, I, you know, the, this is why you do read the Bible and this is why you do dig into your faith because those are the things that anchor you when Mm -hmm. the storms are hitting you and you're fighting against them, you know? Um, but you will have dry seasons where you're just like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And you know, those are those times when you have to just, um, you know, like Rhonda said, get that Bible off the shelf you know, even Blow when you're off the feeling, dust, people. Yeah, even if you're <laughs> feeling in that dry, even if you've been reading the Bible mm-hmm. and you're just like in that dry season, like, I don't know, just hold it in your hand and ask him to guide you. Mm-hmm. Because the reason we pull away is because in our human spirit, it's so hard to hold on to anything, much less hope, right? We, we give up because that's our human spirit. Mm-hmm. That's why he gives us the Holy Spirit to mm-hmm. be able to be stronger in that. And so I rely a lot on the power of the Holy Spirit within me to say, Lord, I don't, I'm not feeling it today, but I'm just going to sit here quietly with you. I'm going to open this up. I'm going to ask you to just give me what I've been doing is just writing one verse out of a chapter that really stands out to me. Mm -hmm. And every single time, no matter what I'm reading, it's like, oh, where'd this come from? You know, it's like a verse that speaks to my soul. I write it in my journal. So this time during COVID, I've been writing a lot of scripture in my journal of just, just one single verse that like speaks to my soul that I can say, okay, I get it. Like whatever I'm struggling with that day, like 
He does speak to you through mm-hmm. the Bible, but we tend to just do a checkoff list of, I read a verse. Okay. I read a chapter. Good. Close the Bible. Right. Done. It's like, ask him to show you what it means during this time. Yeah. Because there have been things where he says, I know your soul is weary. You yeah. know, I know mm-hmm. you are struggling. Like there are things that just directly speak to your heart where you go, okay, you really are listening to me. You hear even my prayer of crying out to say, I don't feel close to you yeah. today. I don't know if I want to pray with you today. Or but I'm I angry at you. Talk, <laughs> I'm mad at you. But always this. talk yeah. to him, right? Yeah. Just yeah. keep that dialogue going because he's there. Yeah, no, totally. And I know um, I wrote down James 1, 5, and it says, as hard as the tests and trials may be, which aren't we in that right now? <laughs> Allow God to be God. Mm. Allow him to do the supernatural work that only he can do, which in this season, yeah, because mm-hmm. there's nothing we can do right nope. now. Allow him to strengthen and increase your faith in the season of hardship or affliction. Mm. And that just makes me want to cry because it's like that verse right there, like how can you not read that and be encouraged that God is God and he is ultimately in control and that he is on the throne and he knows, he knows, he knows our hearts. He knows the anguish that we've been in. You know, this week has been, I'm going to totally cry guys. Sorry. I've watched so many people this week just going through so much angst and fear and stress. And I just, you know, I go, God, you know, God, you know, marriages are, being destroyed and relationships are being destroyed because we've been in COVID and we've been Mm. in these isolated places Mm. and we're trying to make sense of it all. And none of it makes sense. And people are losing their restaurants and, Mm -hmm. you know, people aren't able to open their businesses and and you go, God, where are you? Like, where are you? Because how long, how long are we going to have to go through this? But I just, I just, you know, this week, I just so felt my spirit. Like he was like, you got to trust me. And that is, you guys, like, honestly, that is one of the hardest things for me to do is to trust God. I've been a Christian my whole life, but trusting Jesus has not always been easy for me. It it just hasn't. Yeah. Um, I've had a ton of disappointment Mm -hmm. in my life, as I'm sure many of you guys out there have. Mm -hmm. And uh, this week when we did the exchange Bible study, I was just sitting there going, man, you know, all that trauma that I went through mm-hmm. does put me in that victim mentality. Mm-hmm. And I, guys, if you have not heard Carrie Scott Garcia, if you mm-hmm. have not, you you got to go follow her and listen to her because she's if so you powerful. It, you can buy the exchange yeah. Bible study off of her website and, uh, you can do it on your own. It has a video series, but if you want to gather a few people together, I would highly encourage you doing yeah. that also because, um, it, she talks in a way that is so different than your normal, I would say, Bible study yeah, kind yeah. of thing. It really digs into the heart of the person that you are and the feelings that you have. And so she talked about identity and how we we don't think we have a victim mentality, but we actually mm-hmm. do because the things when something like this hits us, it's like we do go back to yeah. the things of our past that have hurt us mm-hmm. and we throw them into the future. Right. It's just like what yep. you're 
you're saying, mm-hmm. like those things are making you tear up because it's like you're saying it's not fair. Like this, all mm-hmm. this stuff has happened yeah. to me, but all that stuff has happened to everyone. Like right. everyone has a past of like right. hurts and piles of garbage and stuff, and you're just like, how much more Can do I, I have take? to go and, through? And I mean, to and, be honest, that I and I was thinking as we went through this because this has been hard. Like this has been hard work. Like yeah. this, she doesn't even call it a Bible study. She calls it a course. Yeah, because she's really trying to get to the heart of things. And for me, like, you know, 2002 was probably the hardest year I ever dealt with, Mm. with, with Tiana dying. Mm. And so to come to 2020 and it feels so much, even though it's so different, feels Mm -hmm. so much like 2002, I was like, whoo, that just like hit me like a ton of bricks. Right. Mm. And so I think we have to be able to, um, to acknowledge it and realize, and I know somebody had commented to us about, how embarrassed they were mm-hmm. um, to share mm-hmm. the things that their they were hurts. insecure about mm-hmm. and, and their hurts. And then she realized, no, I have to, I have mm-hmm. to be transparent and I have to share. And, and I think that's w- when you're growing, like that's how the seasons of faith get easier mm-hmm. because you, you realize know, you don't have to hide. Yeah. Anymore. And you know yeah. that you can be transparent mm-hmm. and honest and, you know, we're not telling you to go tell all your dirty laundry. But <laughs> don't tell it on the mountain. Yeah, don't tell it. Don't tell all your dirty laundry. But no, I mean, I just feel like, you know, with seasons of faith, I think one of the reasons why I wanted to touch on this so much is because even though you may be in any one of these seasons, and you might be in all, actually we're in all of them right yeah. now is what it feels like. Um, but ultimately, we have to know that our faith is grounded in Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and that he is going to carry us through it. Well, and I will just, I'll go back to the Job thing too, is Job was a very wealthy man. He had, you know, everything he could possibly want in that time. He had, you know, animals galore. He had food galore. He had wives galore. He had kids galore. He had, he had people, um, admired him and yet he lost everything. And I know that's what it feels like when, you know, you're saying like, there's people that, you know, we know so many people that owned their own businesses and they're making Zippo, nothing right now. And it feels so unfair. And I will just say it is is unfair. unfair. However, we, it's so hard for me to say this because I'm not in that same place. So I, I can't, you know, I don't want to be, you know, like, oh, it's no big deal. I get it. Yeah. Cause we don't get it. We don't, I don't get it for now, but Mm -hmm. I have been in that season where we have been evicted from an apartment. We were, I was a welfare kid. Like I have grown up with nothing. So I, I do know what, what Mm -hmm. that feels like. And I know the fear behind that. And the only thing I can tell you is hold on because there may be something different or maybe even possibly better Mm -hmm. at the end of all this. And it may look different than what, you know, we hold on to, the typical and the material and the things that we are used to. And so this feels like, and it is a total ripoff. Mm-hmm. Like it just feels like what in the world, like, why are you putting me in this dry season of like nothingness, like no income, you know, unsettling, hurting families, yeah. marriages that are in We're these having to grind disarray. Extra hard, you know. And it, it does feel hopeless and helpless mm-hmm. and And on some level, it is. It's hopeless and helpless. You don't have control over it. So I'm just saying, center yourself 
in a God that has a bigger plan because there is a spiritual warfare going on Mm -hmm. between good and evil. And if you fall on the side of bitterness and you fall on the side of hardness, you may not be able to see the goodness of what's happening and what can happen. I have seen some people who are in the middle of this have lost everything that started growing their own vegetable gardens that started doing the simpler things and saying, you know what? I don't need all the stuff. Like I'm just gonna, yeah, I feel like we've been stripped of, of all of the the things, the things things that we thought were so important Mm -hmm. really are not that important anymore. And I think that's a good place to kind of, but I would say even for us that, that, you know, we're still, we still are making an income, I would say, like, I know for myself, like I'm looking for people that do need the help. So I would say for people like us that do have the income, if you see somebody that's in need of something, please reach out and help them, whether it is monetarily or like food or, um, oh my gosh, just sitting and sitting with them and letting them talk Mm -hmm. or whatever the thing is like, this isn't a time for us to shut our eyes and be like, well, that's not me. I don't need to pay attention to that. I, I think it's a time for us to rise up and say, like, what does my fellow man need that is that person that's I struggling? Because I'm not struggling, you know, the way they're struggling. Mm-hmm. Like, we've had some changes, but not anything that's hurt my livelihood. And so, you know, I would say, like, as a call to us and yeah. anyone else that is really, like, in a good place, where are the people that, you know, if we have friends that are in need right now, can you just, like write an unexpected check or something and send it to them. They may, you don't even know, like it could be 20 bucks. Or even just leaving, leaving them a voice memo, you know, on their phone. Or or... leaving a pile of food or something like go grocery shopping and like leave it on their doorstep. If they have like a bazillion kids at home or the poor mom that's having to like homeschool and try to work and all that with these little kids, like maybe get a little gift basket going on with, you know, something for the, like, just be creative guys. Like this is a time when we can really love and we can can be happy in this season. You know, there has been moments that of happiness in the season and moments that we'll never get back again. And I, you know, I think just spending time with family and that sort of thing, you know, that those are times that, that yeah. probably wouldn't have happened in a normal, Absolutely. you know, normal yeah. day. I have heard where people have actually bonded with their family more. But on the flip side of that, I know yeah. you've seen families that are being ripped apart. And I'm I'm saying to you, please don't let that happen because that's exactly what the enemy that's, wants is mm-hmm. to kill, steal and destroy mm-hmm. families, mm-hmm. your livelihood, who you are and your identity you know, your jobs, you are not those things. Who you are is who you are in the spirit of God. And he is going to guide you to another place. You just don't know. I'm just saying, hang on. And if you need to hang on to someone, like I said, who has something more that you can reach out to and say, Hey, can you help me? I'm sure they would love to do that. Help your fellow neighbor. Yeah. Like that's what we've been doing in our neighborhood. Yeah. Us too. I mean, I, I, so yesterday I got this amazing bouquet of flowers from somebody who, um, I mean, we are friends, but like, I was not expecting Mm. this surprise, beautiful bouquet of flowers. And I can't even tell you how happy that made my heart yesterday. You know, it's just even the littlest things to, 
to help someone out. And, yeah. and, you know, we have to find the happy in, yeah. in this time. And I know that I'm guilty of when I'm in a happy season, waiting for the other shoe to drop and be like, okay, well, like, I'm really happy right now. <laughs> What's going to happen yeah. next? I'm going to hold my breath until I'm done with the happiness, you know, and then I'm unhappy through my whole happy season because I couldn't enjoy it for a moment. And so what I have learned is I'm really trying to, even though we're in these tough times and these tough seasons, when those happy seasons are there, when it's a meal that we laughed until our stomachs hurt, you know, or we just had this great time together as a family, I am trying to just embrace those Mm -hmm. and be like, okay that's a good this is a good thing you know so I don't know we just kind of wanted to to chat with you and be really transparent because you guys aren't alone by the way like we are feeling all the feels right now I cry every day I just cried on the show see (laughs) like I couldn't even get through the show I didn't even cry on the show I'm so proud of myself (laughs) I know right she's gonna go home and cry I'm gonna go home and cry (laughs) no but I just you know we want to encourage you guys and we want you to know that we are here for you Mm -hmm. and you know Again, reach out to yeah, us. We're yeah, like, let us know. If you haven't followed us on the 24 Carat Conversations podcast group, go do that. I mean, we're having some pretty killer conversations yeah. on there. And I am just watching women's lives be transformed. And that is the most exciting thing to me is that if we can come out of this better than we walked into this. Yeah. And we're growing and we're becoming better people. Um, you know, growth is a process and you might take three steps back and four steps <laughs> forward. And, you know, but I think if we're we're constantly trying to evolve, trying to be better, trying to dig into God's word, trying to, you know, and, I, and, and on that group, I have to say, like, those women, they, they everybody that I, that I know that is on that um, that Facebook group, mm-hmm. they all want to support one another yeah. because they're tired of yeah. the facade. Yeah. We're tired of pretending our life is perfect right. and things are great and our marriages don't have any problems and our children mm-hmm. wear halos over their head. You know, <laughs> that we know that's not true. Well, you know, that's not true in my family. I don't know about yours. Well, <laughs> I ain't got no kids that have halos. <laughs> let me tell you that. <laughs> Wait, I will say Costin has a yes, halo. Yes, well, <laughs> Grandchildren always Grandchildren have halos, have halos yes. all the time. <laughs> Maybe not their parents don't think they do, but you do. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, 24 Karat Conversations. I am honored. Phyllis, I know she is as well. We're grateful honored. for you guys. Yes, we love yeah. you guys. And go follow us on um, 24 Karat Conversations podcast on Instagram. Follow our Facebook group. And you know what? I'm going to ask you guys, leave us a review because that's very, very helpful and share it with your friends. And so until next time, 24 Karat Tribe, sparkle on. Bye, peeps. Bye.